Kelcats, welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with my haunted doll, Lola. I am alone, but that's okay because I don't know why I have to address every time that I'm alone, but maybe it's like a comfort thing. Maybe it's to feel a little less alone by like sharing my feelings with all of you listeners of Intoxicated. I just love you guys so much. I had a uh, hybrid, I had a joint today. Been I've been doing these mini joints. My friends, uh, Kent and Sam, they do like mini, or Kent does now. So they do like these mini joints. They have these tiny ones that are like super, I don't know, they, they just whip them out. They're all ready to go. You don't gotta like pack it in and all that stuff. It's just like ready. So I smoked that. It was really yummy. It just tasted really good. And I feel, I feel great guys. I feel very, very intoxicated. Anyway, last week, oh my gosh, I don't have my phone with me, guys. Hold on. My phone is my everything for this podcast. It has all my notes, keeps me on track. Uh, I need to start setting up before I get high because sometimes I get high and then I set up everything and I forget to plug things in. Like I forget to do things and then I look back and I'm really upset with myself. So I need to just do it before I get high. That is a goal of mine. And uh, guys, keep me up on that goal. Come on. Just like, I, I need some help. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. Okay. On the last episode, we ended talking about spirit guides. I don't know if anyone out there thinks that they maybe have a spirit guide with them or they want to know, you know, how, how can I know if there is a spirit guide with me or if there's someone watching out for me? Honestly, the best answer for that, I say, is if your gut tells you there is someone there, you feel like someone's there. I don't know. I used to think I was crazy all the time um, until I really, you know, went out and explored my gifts and started to understand them more and started doing readings and getting things completely accurate and everything. It's just like it's a process, you know, mentally. So just allow yourself to... I don't know, trust your gut. That's the best way I can explain it. Always trust your gut, trust your intuition. I think that good intuition is a gift. Like I feel like people, you know, who know the right thing to do next, know uh, how to connect with other people's energies, how to, I don't know, some people just don't know how to do that. And I feel like if you are able to do that, definitely trust it and go off of what you feel for yourself. You know what the best thing to do is for yourself. I am rambling on. Okay, anyways, um, I wanted to get into my spirit guide. So if you guys haven't been following me for a while, I've talked about this a few times, I think. Uh, I think that OG Kel Katz will know um, who my spirit guide is, but I'm gonna go into him a little bit. So ever since I was young, I would, I guess my mom's uh, friend, so they're actually out here right now. I've had Janae on this podcast before and Frankie. Um, their mother, Michelle, she said that when I was little, I would always stare at things. I would always stare off. I'd start giggling at things that weren't there, which I didn't know this because I guess my mom just didn't pay attention to it. She's more of an ignorance is bliss type of person. Still trying to get her on this podcast, by the way. Um, I will get her on it, you guys. It's a goal of mine to get my mom on this podcast <laughs> to talk about stuff like this. I feel like you guys would like to hear it from my mom's perspective since she raised me and 
it, I think it would just be a really interesting episode to have some of my family on here. Um, well, hi. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a thing. So, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Luna's right next to me. Guys, she came up here so I wasn't completely alone. Well, I'm never completely alone because my house has a lot of ghosts in it, but a physical body to be with me, you know? Anyway, my grandpa. So <laughs> my great grandfather, Lenny, I would see him when I was younger. I believe that the man that I, you know, would giggle at and everything was him because I would always glance and at the corner of my eye, I would see him standing there like my whole life. And it always scared me. I always was confused about it. I just didn't understand it. And he would always be in the same outfit, this brown suit with a uh, white underneath. And he has um, like a silver watch on with glasses. And I always would remember all those details because I would see him like not a whole, whole, not like 24 seven, but I would see him quite often to the point where I couldn't ignore that, you know, he was around anymore. It just was something I kind of had to process and get myself to understand learning more about the spirit world and doing all this paranormal stuff that I do. It's just taught me a lot of things and I've experienced a lot of things that I understand more with him being there. I, I remember one of the first times when I was older, cause he kind of went away for a little bit, didn't see him for a while. I think I was kind of blocking myself off, which is what we do. Uh, we are taught to block things out. We are taught that it's not there, that we're crazy. You know, that's just how people are raised. And it's just hard when it, all that, like it doesn't work for me, you know? I don't know, maybe my gifts just wanted to come out. They were just in this little egg and they're just like, let me out and it cracks. That's kind of how I imagine people with psychic gifts um, that are more like prominent than other people. I believe that everyone has gifts. I believe that everyone is able to tap into their gifts, uh, meditations, uh, doing spirit communication. I feel like there's so many different ways that you can tap in, but I just call it tap in, tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so off track, you guys. Wow, that weed hit me. It hit me like like a freaking truck filled with weed. That's what I just imagined was this big, giant truck with like a shit ton of weed in it just hanging out. And it like hits me and then all the weed flies out. Oh my gosh, that's where I or that's where I'm at. Lenny is going to be proud. That is my spirit guide's name, Lenny. <laughs> um, I was talking about us exploring our gifts and everyone has gifts and yes, we all have gifts. I think that oh, I was going into the egg, guys, the egg thought. I literally just like thought of it and it actually makes a lot of sense. So imagine us in this egg, right? and everyone is told you can't see past this egg. You can't see past the egg. And then like some people, their egg cracks for some reason, or some people they have part of their egg open for some reason. So they're able to peek into the other side or see it or feel it. Um, does that make any sense? That's kind of a good comparison for it. <laughs> so. I definitely believe that my egg was cracked a bit and maybe I just started blocking it out and then opened it up somehow. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I have like this family curse or if I have 
it's just it runs on the native american side of my family so i'm never sure where it came from like where did it start did one day someone just wake up and have gifts or was it a curse did they do some sort of ritual for it i've always wanted to know where it started so i later found out that this man i'm just gonna get into it because i keep just <laughs> going off um this is what happens when i'm alone on these podcasts it's so hard to keep it's like i'm having a conversation with myself but with you guys but you guys aren't necessarily answering right away it's really difficult think about that like it's just it's kind of hard props to people who do this all the time because whoo I'm losing track. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of talking for me. I'm a Virgo. Virgo sun. Now I'm going into my chart. I'm going to get back in my grandpa. I, pr I promise. That sounded really weird. Um, Virgo sun, uh, Scorpio rising, and Sagittarius moon. That is my big three reveal right there. So if anyone wa is a an astrology you know, chart reader and wants to dig in, let me know. I'd love to see your comments on that. Back to grandpa. Grandpa, he's actually here right now, which is really interesting. Like I've been looking, he's to the right of me right now, and he's just standing there kind of just just seeing what I'm doing. I think he knew I was talking about him, so he came in. But I remember I was washing my hands and I had this window in front of me. And you know at night how windows turn into mirrored looking, you know, you could see your reflection really well. So I was washing my hands and in the reflection, I saw the same man with the brown suit, the watch, the glasses standing by our refrigerator. And I turned around, my heart stopped. Like I was so scared. I was like, what the hell? Turned around, no one was there, but I just felt him there. I knew he was there still, but I was like, he's not, I can't see him again. And it would just happen like that to the point where I couldn't ignore it. It just got stronger. Now I just see him. I know he's there. I get visions of him there. Um, and I ended up asking my grandfather about him. He actually died before my mom was born. So he didn't even meet my mom or anything, but his wife is the one who had gifts like me um, and her mother and that whole side of the family. So I think he kind of wanted to look out for me, maybe because of that, maybe I remind him of his wife or something. I don't really know, honestly, why they choose, but a lot of the times it is ancestors, or it could just be people at random too. I've seen that, I've seen even stepfathers. It doesn't have to be blood related. It's just a soul type thing. I don't know, maybe there's some sort of tie or some sort of something. It's very hard to explain, but some people ask me, do all people have spirit guides? I'm not sure. I really don't know. Uh, Drew's spirit guide didn't come to me for four years. Didn't see him for four years. You know, he didn't, I guess he was there, but I wasn't picking up on him or he wasn't wanting me to pick up on him. And then later Drew's grandpa comes into the room and he has his black coat on and all this stuff. And I was like, Drew, there's a man here. Drew goes, go away, go away. He like yells at him to leave because he always does that because sometimes there's like people are there that I don't like and I want to leave. So he he tells him to leave. Shout out to Drew. He's, he's a good one. 
but <laughs> he was telling him to leave and uh, his grandpa was like, no, 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 like just doing these hand signals pointing to him. He was like, I know him, I know him, I'm here for him. So I told Drew to stop. I was like, wait, 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 Drew, he's here for you. And Drew's eyes lit up. He was like, what, really? That's really weird. And I was like, I have not seen him before, but he is wanting me to tell you that he's here. He's ready, I guess. Maybe Drew was ready to know who he was, that he was there. I don't know, because Drew used to kind of get freaked out by this stuff. First, he was skeptical. Then he started to get freaked out. Now he's more okay with it he does get a little bit scared still which is very i mean normal I, I get scared too sometimes but he's pretty chill with it so maybe his spirit guide decided to show himself now um and i got his i was like i couldn't get his full name but i got the first letter i was like it's grandpa r it starts with an r grandpa r and i like could not figure out what it was and then drew goes grandpa rice and I was like, yes, Grandpa Rice. And he shows me all of these medals, these gold medals that looked like, I felt like it was part of like the military or Air Force, something like that. And I told Drew about it. I also told him about the pacemaker he had. I was like, I have a lot of like, I have a weird feeling in my chest, you know, my heart, there's something with the heart. Um, and we went into like, it was, a we figured out it was a pacemaker. And then he told me all this other personal stuff that I won't I won't share, just, you know, I, I'll share like bits and pieces of readings, but I will never share things that are really personal that shouldn't be shared. So Drew was freaked out, but he was also like, oh my gosh, that is crazy. I'm really happy that there's someone here with me. I'm really happy that they finally showed themselves because he's been going through a rough patch in his life. And I think that he needed to know that someone was watching out for him. Going into if everyone has a spirit guide, I believe everyone has someone looking out for them. You know, whatever you believe in. I also believe the universe looks out for you. I also believe there are higher beings and higher powers that look out for you as well. But why wouldn't there be some earthbound spirits who can maybe travel or can maybe come from wherever else and come come here to like look out for us? I don't know. It's all a mystery to me that I don't really know how to get into because it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's something that I've never had a clear answer to. I don't think even the spirits really understand the, like everything. I don't think they know everything. So they're not able to share that. I think that there needs to be a lot of experience into how to form our beliefs. I think that if I don't know if you were to feel like you had a spirit guide and you experienced it like an angel saving you or some sort of something like if your car was going to turn the wrong way and the wheel all of a sudden turns something like that. I would say it's like your spirit guide or your angel, your guardian, someone looking out for you. I think that everyone has has something or someone looking out for them. So if you ever doubt that, don't doubt it. Just allow it to happen. Allow yourself to experience it and allow yourself to be open to it. I just say, just keep an open mind always. This podcast is for open-minded people only. So if you're not open-minded, get the hell out of here. Please keep your seat belts fastened. Please keep your arms. Wait, please keep... <laughs>
Please keep your arms, hands, feet, and legs inside of the podcast. And remember, stay intoxicated. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Oh, I wanted to get into, I actually just posted a TikTok about this too. Me and my spirit guide, how I realized that this man in the brown suit was someone looking out for me. And then that's when I started getting interested and learned a lot about him and who he is was is so i remember so this actually happened at my parents old house and i had this window in my room that was knee height so the window went up to my knees it was a really low big window and i had the blinds down the you know the mirror the mirror oh my god (laughs) the sliding window open and then there was the screen behind it so i was walking i was butt ass fucking naked butt ass fucking naked and i was walking there was the cat tree down by the window it was knee height as well they had this tiny little cat tree it was just a little bed with a ball on it and i tripped over it my arm went through the blinds like the blinds folded outside of the window and i went through the screen the screen popped off 
I was hanging butt-ass naked, hanging there. Like I was holding onto the wall. My arm was all scraped. I had all these scrapes. I still have some scars from a couple of the scrapes too on my on my elbow area. Um, so I was holding on for dear life and I thought I was going to fall. I had no strength. Like there was no way I was gonna pull myself in. I was hanging out of the window, holding my entire body weight with one arm. It was intense. And all of a sudden I feel this force pull me out. I just hit my elbow, pull me in. And I looked around, I thought like one of my parents came in or something. It was so strong and human-like. It was the weirdest thing. And I looked around and I glanced and I saw the brown jacket and I was like, this motherfucker just saved me. Like this man that I was scared of that would creep me out all the time just saved me. Why is he here? Who is he? Then we started really digging in. I explained everything to my grandpa, his personality, the jokes he was making, like the sarcasm he had, the way he was standing, everything he said. He was like, yes, he had a brown suit that he would wear often. Um, we also found photos of him with the silver watch with it and with the glasses that I would see him wearing. So it was just pretty crazy. My grandpa fully believes it. He's just like, I, his family just all had gifts. So he definitely 100% believes it. And it's, uh, it's just amazing being so accepted by my whole family for one, being pansexual and two, having psychic medium gifts that I was too afraid of and too, blocked off to share it. I was just in denial and I didn't want to, I didn't want people to think I was crazy. I didn't want people to laugh at me, think I was weird, think I was crazy. I was just really, really scared to share that part of me because I was like, how can I prove this to my family who will be like, what are you doing? Are you doing this for attention? What is this? You know, like it was really scary to come out as a psychic medium to them. So then I started explaining things and I kept, uh, you know, I would give them readings. I would do things just to prove it to them. And they were, they've gotten to the point where they're all 100% believe, they just believe it. They know that it's legit. They know that it's something that runs in the family. They just, it's, we've just learned a lot about it. <laughs> it's, it's been a journey for sure. So if anyone out there is scared of coming out as a psychic medium to family and friends, just know that it's normal for people to go quickly towards denial. It's okay for that. Don't get upset. Don't get butthurt about it. It's a lot to process and it's a lot to, you know, kind of share and kind of be able to show them like, this is what I can do. Look at this, this, I explain this, you know, like predicting things or talking to deceased people and knowing things about them, just all of it. All right, I've been rambling on for a long time. I feel like I kept going in circles. I really hope this podcast is making sense. Guys, just remember I'm really high. I wanted to go into some of the weirdest thoughts like the weirdest thoughts you think about in the shower or when you're high or when you're just like, 
huh, you just have this weird thought. So I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about some things that are gonna make you think, gonna make you use your brain. Your inner scream will never run out of breath. Wow, that's really deep, guys. I can't even process that right now. Oh, we will never know and we will never remember what memories we had as youngsters. That's true. I forget a lot of memories that I had and stuff, and then they some of them come back, but... Aw, now, now it makes me sad. I'm gonna cry. Ooh, I just thought of this one the other day. We know our parents for the majority of our lives, whereas they only know us for part of theirs. That's sad. That's crazy. Someone was born at this exact time, as I'm speaking right now and someone died at the same exact time that I am speaking right now. The sounds made by dinosaurs were created by humans. We don't know what dinosaurs sounded like. They just made up the Okay, that was not a good dinosaur. They just came up with it. So what did dinosaurs sound like? Weren't they related to roosters? Wouldn't they be like <laughs> What does our inner voice sound like? I don't know. Like my, no, it's not even like myself. Guys, I'm tripping out. Close your eyes real quick. Close your eyes. Do it. Unless you're driving, don't do it. If you're driving or doing something. Just think of something. Have your inner thought repeat what I say, okay? I am intoxicated. Like whose voice was that? Was that your voice? Or was it a, like a whisper? It wasn't even a whisper. What was it? Ah, my mind is being blown. Ooh, is there a reason for everything or is it just a coincidence? I personally believe that there is a reason for everything, but what if it is all just a coincidence? Nah. I think it I think it happens for a reason. I I just do. Ooh, this one's deep. Self-love is a rare thing. Others will be unable to love me unless I love me. Hmm. Self-love is very important. It definitely affects your personality, your attitude about things. Self-love is just focus on that first. Make sure you love yourself. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Okay. No one has ever seen themselves with their eyes closed until the invention of the camera. Oh, Tito's meowing. <laughs> I think Tito thought it was trippy too. Okay, I also want to dig into John Bonet Ramsey. So there is some news out there that they are finally testing. I guess they have new DNA equipment to test with. They're gonna run DNA samples of the possible murderer who murdered John Benet Ramsey. I don't know how you guys feel about that case. I think the whole thing was super sketchy. I feel like, uh, I just feel like it. nothing adds up. Even if they do get new DNA results and it's closed and everything, I still feel like we're not gonna get the full story. I just, uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about it. If you guys haven't heard of John Benet Ramsey, let me, pull up some some details for y'all. John Benet Patricia Ramsey 
born on August 6, 1990, and died December 25th or 26th, I guess they're not sure, in 1996. So she was an American child beauty queen who was killed at the age of six in her family's home in Boulder, Colorado. A long written ransom note was found in the home. Her father, John, found the girl's body in the basement of their house about seven hours after she had been reported missing, which was kind of weird too. She had sustained a broken skull from a blow to the head and had been strangled. A garrot, garrot? I'm not really sure what that is, was found tied around her neck. The autopsy report stated that John Bonet's official cause of death was asphyxia by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma. Her death was then ruled a suicide. Yeah, and this still remains an open investigation, but there was a lot of weird things that happened. So, okay, this is what was kind of weird. So the ransom note, they believe that it was possibly written by John Bonet Ramsey's mother, Patricia, oh, Patsy. The Boulder police initially suspected that the ransom note had been written by Patsy and that the note and appearance of John Bonet's body had been staged by her parents in order to cover up the murder. Which I believe too. There were a lot of weird things. I guess they found prints or bruises on her neck, not prints, like bruising on her neck that matched the train set of their son, Burke, which was her brother. And he had aggression problems. He has also gone on TV on interviews and has acted kind of strange. I don't know if anyone's watched his interviews, but he does act a little bit off and giggly and just i don't know it's just kind of unsettling the way he acts um it just doesn't make me believe that he was innocent or that there's not things that have been hidden with this case and things that happened i just think it's so weird but her parents did have a lot of money so that's another conspiracy theory is that you know they did have a lot of money they could have easily hired people to cover up the murder to do things to I don't know there could be some messed up stuff or maybe she was murdered by someone completely random which I just don't I really really don't believe I don't know I just have this weird feeling there's just something weird with this case that doesn't make any sense I actually want to dig into okay these are the three biggest holes in the case of the John Bonet Ramsey documentary so I guess there was a documentary done about it as there is a lot of the times with uh, true crime cases like this. And I guess that they weren't quite accurate about some things or these people don't think that they were. So I really want to dig into that. So it says, this is from mamamia.com. When the two-part documentary, The Case of John Benet Ramsey aired earlier this week, a lot of people walked away certain as the investigators were that Burke Ramsey, John Benet's then nine-year-old brother, was guilty of her death. So I guess this documentary showed a lot of things to make it look like it was more of Burke. I guess these people feel like it was aimed at blaming Burke for it and it wasn't fair. They even go as far as to describe the CBS series as a witch hunt intent on naming Burke as the killer. Another criticism of the documentary following its release is 
that at times we seem to forget that the core of this case is a six-year-old girl whose life was tragically ended. Yeah, it's kind of sad because people have been so intrigued by this case that they sometimes forget that a nine-year-old or a six-year-old, right? Yeah, six-year-old, the brother was nine. A six-year-old little girl was murdered brutally. And it's just, it's really sad to think about that it turned into such a big worldwide known thing. John Benet Ramsey, the missing, the, the murdered girl, you know, but they never really got to know who John Benet Ramsey was herself because she was so young and she passed away, didn't get to live her life. And it's just, it's really sad. And I hope that people, when they're making these documentaries, are thinking about that as well and aren't just thinking about, oh, this, this, and that. So they're talking about when they talked in great detail about the role of a torch and a piece of pineapple, as well as a toy train track in the killing of the young girl. They believe they dehumanized her. They were also weird about the complete dismissal of the DNA evidence. So I guess they did find DNA evidence that was found in John Benet Ramsey's underwear, um, which is really, really disturbing. They wanted to look at who it belonged to, but they never did, I guess. So I think now that's the DNA that they're going to run and possibly get answers to of who was the murderer of John Benet Ramsey. I don't know what you guys think about it. I think that it was someone in the family. It's just so weird to me. All of it just blows my freaking mind how weird and the things that didn't add up, the things that they would say, the ransom note. If you guys want to dig in further to this case, I think I've done some episodes on it a little bit. I think I've done some YouTube videos on it. If you guys want to check out my YouTube, it is K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S, Kelsey Davies. That is my YouTube. You can also see Intoxicated live on YouTube as well, me adding a little add in here. I do hope that they find her killer. I hope that they run the DNA. I hope I hope it's accurate, but in the back of my mind, I just don't think that whatever they're going to find out is going to be the complete truth of the whole case. It's just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense, y'all. Now I want to do a quick tarot reading for you guys. I haven't done a little tarot reading for Calcats in a while. I really want to dig in and see. Let's see for the Calcats what is going to come this week, okay? So close your eyes, think about the week. If this resonates with you, let me know. It might not resonate with every single person, but... Okay, so it seems like you are moving forward past some sort of disappointment. Um, I feel like you've been working really, really hard at your job, career-wise, uh, school. You know, you're, you've just been working really, really hard at your goals, and you feel like... You feel like your energy put in isn't coming back to you. I feel like you're hard on yourself too. I feel like you draw in a lot of negativity when you're so hard on yourself or you're focusing on things that 
are negative rather than all the things that are positive in your life. So try to change that mindset if you can. Just it's easier said than done, but don't focus on the negatives. Focus on what you do have, express gratitude. Uh, maybe you can do daily affirmations to express gratitude. Um, it seems like you do have a lot of options though. You do have a lot of paths to take right now and it could be overwhelming, but I think that you need to trust your intuition and just know that you are on the right path. Every step you have taken, towards this moment, towards whatever's coming next, is leading up to something that is going to be very beneficial to you. Just make sure you are taking care of yourself. You're spreading love. You're spreading positivity around you. That's really important. You attract the energy that you give out. So please remember that if everything negative is happening and you've been kind of mean lately and you've been negative towards people, try to change your mindset. Try to change it to being positive about things, being, you know, you don't have to be happy all the time. Don't fake, you can't fake your energy. It's just something that you have to adjust and try to find things that make you happy. Hobbies, I just started boxing. Guys, boxing though, it is so great. I go to, I've been going to rumble boxing and it's just good to get my anger out because I'm a Virgo. I hold in all my anger and frustrations and I just want to punch a bag, you know, sometimes. So when I go there, it is such a good workout. I'm punching this bag. There's loud music. You get to just go all out, get your anger out, and then you get to go over and do abs and weights and sit-ups and uh, push-ups, everything. It's like a whole body workout and oh my gosh, it definitely has helped me mentally, I think I needed that. That's just something I'm like, this is it. This is what I've needed to get my mental state together. Because sometimes you just get out of control. Things get out of control. People, you can't control other people. So don't try to do that. Don't ever try to control anyone because you can't change someone. Someone's not going to just change overnight. It's just not something that happens, but work towards your goals and yourself and love yourself. Love yourself. It's the best thing you can do is love yourself. Yeah. Now I want to get into this article, which is 12 conspiracy theories that actually turned out to be true. Ooh, let's see what this is. The dead baby project. Ooh. Laughing at a crazy conspiracy theory is good fun until they turn out to be true. Take the conspiracy surrounding the Project Sunshine, for example. In the wake of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the US government commenced a major study to measure the effects of nuclear fallout on the human body. The conspiracy here was the government was stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. The truth is the government was stealing parts of dead bodies. This is why I'm really into conspiracy theories because a lot of the times they turn out to be freaking true. Um, parts of the dead bodies because they needed young tissue. They recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased babies and children and then take samples and even limbs, each collected without notification or permission of the more than 1,500 grieving families. That's pretty fucked up. The conspiracy is 
During Prohibition, the government poisoned alcohol to keep people from drinking. The truth is, crazy conspiracy theories almost always suggest the government is behind it all, and they were right, again. Manufacturers of industrial alcohol had been mixing their product with dangerous chemicals for years prior to Prohibition. But between 1926 and 1933, the federal government pushed manufacturers to use stronger poisons to discourage bootleggers from turning the alcohol into moonshine. That didn't stop the bootleggers. I don't know what a bootlegger is. I'm just saying it like I know what it is. Like I have no idea what the fuck a bootlegger is. Not me acting like I know exact. Yeah, a bootlegger. I know what that is, <laughs> right? <laughs> That didn't stop the bootleggers or their customers, and by the end of the prohibition, more than 10,000 Americans had been killed by tainted booze. Do you guys believe, th is that a real thing? That is crazy. They literally poison people and no one talks about it. Everyone's just like, oh, the government's awesome. They're cool. Ooh, okay. Government mind control. The conspiracy is the CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogen drugs on Americans in a top secret experiment on behavior modification. The program was known as M. This is the truth, okay? The truth. The program was known as MK Ultra, and it was real. The CIA started by using volunteers. The novelist Ken. Kessie was one notable subject, but the program had soon began dosing people without their knowledge. MK Ultra left many victims permanently mentally disabled. Whew, and we will get into government mind control in the next episode of Intoxicated. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like I was rambling on a whole lot, but... I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. Luna had fun too. Luna says I have fun. Uh, make sure you guys give Intoxicated five stars. I would really appreciate that. Don't forget to follow me on social media. All my social media is K-E-L-S-I-I-D-A-V-I-E-S-S. -S, and my YouTube is just Kelsey Davies. Make sure you guys are subscribed if you guys are watching this on YouTube. And hit that notification bell so that you guys know when I post. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Mm -hmm.